you are listening to this podcast and the audio is slightly off, this is our first episode. So please don't hate us. <laughs> there are a few teething problems. Yeah. Just a few. But thank you for coming back to the first episode. If you listen to our intro. Is it an intro? Was it an intro episode? Yeah, it was an intro. Um, my name is Sophia. And my name is Louise. And this is the Chatty Edit, first official episode. And today we are going to be talking about the coronavirus and content creators working from home. Obviously, we know that um, with the pandemic pandemic that's happening around the world at the moment, um, it's affecting a lot of businesses and there's a lot of people worse off than us. We we hundred percent know that. But yes. we're talking about the industry that we're working in and it's what we know. So before yeah. anyone thinks we're being shallow or whatever. And it's it's also as well just to try and help some people that are content creators, like Louise just said, we are. So hopefully if you're listening to this and you are a content creator, then just know that you're not alone like we're feeling the same as you are and hopefully you can learn something from this maybe who knows exactly basically if you live in the UK then we went into lockdown on Monday night and it was so scary because like no one knows what's going on do they let's face it and I don't think the prime minister really knows what is going on either so it was really scary to like wait and see what was going to happen and I think like for our generation this is probably the biggest thing that's happened um has affected us personally like obviously there's been a lot of events um over the years that haven't really been on home soil so this is the first thing that I think as a world we're all we're all going through it um and yeah it's an eye-opener definitely yeah and I think that is why it's so scary is because we've literally never been through anything like this before like every single person in the whole entire world is affected and that is what is so scary it's just unknown we don't know the time scales we don't know you know what's around the corner we just don't know so there's a lot of unknown right now and obviously a lot of businesses and a lot of people have been affected yeah like um big big businesses and small businesses like they've all felt it whether it's on a bigger scale or a smaller scale there's it's it's hit everyone so for example there's like a lot of clothing stores well most stores kfc mcdonald's um primark new look have all closed their stores obviously they're losing out on a lot of money but then you've also got smaller businesses um Mm -hmm. such as like little etsy companies and like family-run um coffee shops and restaurants and stuff like that that have obviously been affected yeah, like a lot of independent brands have really felt it, especially if they haven't got an online business. Um, not saying that, you know, if you have an online business, you haven't been affected. But if you rely on like a small coffee shop as your income and you've had to shut down, you can't then put that online or, you know, there's not another way around it. So, yeah, a lot of independent brands have felt that smack on the head. Mm. But I definitely think as well, since all this has happened, there's been a lot more support towards smaller like yeah. companies, like towards smaller, what's the word, brands? Yeah, businesses, brands. Businesses, that's it. Um, yeah, toward, there's been more support towards smaller businesses. Definitely think as well, like people are, are aware of keeping those brands alive. Like, you know, everyone wants to do their bit to support a small business, whether, um, you know, it's just purchasing a gift card to keep them going or anything like that. 
um, just keeping them alive on social media. There's a lot, they're very conscious. I feel like we're very conscious on keeping those brands alive, which yeah. is amazing, amazing community. Yeah, I agree. Um, but obviously, because we're both content creators, speaking from someone that creates content, a lot of the stuff um, has been put on hold. Obviously, we can't go out as much as we would like to to shoot content. Um, a lot of brand deals and like sponsorships have kind of come to a halt. You know, um, some people are waiting on payment. And obviously, if you're working from home and you're like self-employed, then that payment is everything to you. Totally. And I think it's actually a really scary time for people who are freelancing because they don't know when the work's going to come in next. Like yeah. if you rely solely on blogging or creating content as your income and well, you don't really know what's around the corner for it. And I think it's a really nerving time for content creators in general. Um, and especially, like you said, because they haven't got the freedom they usually have to create extensive content or the level or quality that they usually do it's yeah it's it's a hit on the head I love that yeah. hit on the head. <laughs> and like I was saying to you before we started this um episode like for me business meaning like brands I normally work with is very quiet I mean I've had two emails today but in the last week and a half I have not had any I've had a couple of yeah. messages on Instagram here and there but today I received two emails um but literally other than that, it's been so quiet because obviously everyone has bigger stuff going on, which is obviously understandable. But then it's like our work and what we receive as like payment and stuff like that comes to a halt. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a domino effect. If they stop, then we stop. And then, yeah, yeah it's total domino effect. It's kind of, I think it is, it's very hard. But at the same time, you've all got to realise that if we're struggling to like work with brands then everyone is it's not just us because everyone's going through this do you know what I mean so it's not just like we don't want to work with you because this is happening everyone is going through the same thing and actually that is a really positive point for people who are smaller bloggers um you and I both smaller bloggers to push our content and really fulfill that creative environment almost yeah, as well definitely working on like tightening your niche and seeing mm -hmm. what works and what doesn't and it's actually quite even though it's a really nerving time, it's actually quite an exciting time at the same point because we can then push ourselves and, like you said, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Like, we're all in the same boat. So, you know, we haven't got photographers helping us out. We can't do all these fancy schmancy shots because we don't have the resources or the, you know, the um, environment to do them in. So, yeah, we're all, it's anyone's game now. Yeah, like definitely. That's the thing is like everyone has been stripped. Like everyone has basically gone back to basics. So all the people that are on like 15K, 50K, 200K, 5K, we're all equal now because we, we're all mostly, I'm guessing, going to be taking photos from our phone and it's all going to be indoors. Um, you know, you can't go out and hire a photographer and go to a hotel for three days and get some travel content. You can't do that. That's not yeah. what it's about at the moment. No, exactly. We're all in the same boat. And now is a really good time to push that creativity because everyone will be limited to what they can produce. I think it will be interesting also to see how content creators will explore other avenues such as like IGTV and Instagram stories because I'm quite active on Instagram like I feel like people probably get annoyed with how much I talk on Instagram stories no. I can talk for England 
Even it's good. I mean, it's it's okay. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what people do and maybe get more of like a personality from someone. I think, like, in a sense, like the content's gonna be raw, it's gonna be like you said, stripped back, and it's it's gonna really put you bare on the spot. And in a way, I think that's an amazing um way of seeing a blogger as they are rather than behind like filters and creative content it is going to be a sense of this is who you are and get to know them a bit more one-on-one and I definitely think if you are a content creator I do think it's so helpful to like know the person behind the camera and know the person behind the account like I really try to make sure that my audience know who I am and know what I'm like as a person because then they have something to like connect with it's and it's also the same with like vlogs I know people get really worried about doing like home vlogs and in quotation marks boring home vlogs but actually they're some of my favorite vlogs to watch yeah like tidying their houses and going about their daily business in their homes that sounds really weird but but actually like a a cozy home vlog yeah no I fully get that fun to watch yeah and like maybe like a little cheeky pop in from your sister or your mum saying hello do you know what I mean just like chilled out vibes yeah you can't do that though social distancing yeah with your with the people you live with I'm not talking like your next door neighbor or your friends <laughs> I think it's 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 a really good time to be a, as raw as you can be and yeah. actually to explore different avenues within uh, social media and I think that could 100% like work in your favour. Like you could literally be like, right, today I'm going to film an IGTV and it's going to be spring makeup. How I get yeah. this flawless, dewy spring makeup. Um, and you could do it and it could yeah. be amazing. Exactly. There's there's no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. It's just, you've got to explore and you've got to see what works for you. And actually something you thought, maybe I don't want to do that because I shy away from it, might actually be one of the best decisions you made. Especially at the moment, everyone is on Instagram. Yeah. So you kind of don't really need to feel like no one's going to like it because I'm sure, especially at this time, everyone is going to love it. You'll see how many people are active right now on social media because not that we have nothing else to do because there's other things you can be doing other than being on your phone but there are so many more accounts active on Instagram Mm. specifically than there usually is on your Wednesday afternoon or your Wednesday midday especially because as well people work nine to five so now they've got all this free time on their hands they're literally like I'm going to bust out my content grow my following engage like there's no tomorrow be active like there's no tomorrow and that's what everyone wants do you know what I mean everyone yeah. wants to essentially be working like blogging full time so you're basically kind of in a weird way living the dream and like we said you know if you're a small time blogger or someone who wants to start a blog but just not sure where mm. to go with it or how to start this is ideal time because like we said many times before everyone's in the same boat um so it's almost like we're on level ground to yeah. start with content And this is the best time to explore your creativity, see what works for you, put your feelers out and, you know, boost yourself. Plus, we've got the time to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so much time in a day now. Like, the days just seem so longer. So you've literally got all day. You don't even need to check the time. You literally have got all day to just bust out the content and just get creative with it and get fun. Like, yeah, why the hell not, you know? And I mean, we all have the same hours in a day now. Um, obviously there's still a handful of people who are working but for me I 
I blog on the side. It's not my full time job. Yeah. So I don't have, let's say, as many hours as you do. But now we we we're both in that same boat. Yeah. Actually, we do have the same time, and therefore I can put more productivity into my content and yeah. put more effort, I guess. Yeah. Just a little like side note. What do you think about like? the best times to upload on Instagram are because I feel like before this whole coronavirus thing happened in my personal opinion the best times were in the morning I'm talking mm-hmm. like eight to nine to ten and then in the evening after six o'clock but now everyone's active every single time you know no one has to get up yeah. for work the next day almost now the time that I would never ever think of uploading is it works which is weird, like 11 o'clock, yeah. 10 to 11 o'clock is normally like almost at like the graveyard shift. You just yeah. don't upload there because it's when the least amount of people are on. It's almost like you can be more chilled with it because you think, oh crap, I need to get this um, Instagram up by this time. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to hit the maximum engagement. But actually now you can just chill out and think, well, I'll just upload it after I've had a you know, freaking bacon sarnie. Yeah, literally. Um, Like I said to you also before we started this episode, I uploaded an Instagram photo this morning. And what did I say to you within five, what was it, like a minute or something? 40 seconds. Yeah, I literally had like 40 likes, like as soon as I uploaded it. And I was like, that is mental. But it just shows you how active people are. Mm -hmm. And also like, like your original question was, I would usually, um, I used to upload in the morning before I went to work, which was what, like six o'clock. There's like this little the uh, this little hour um six to seven is quite a weird zone because a lot of people are getting up but obviously they have a bit of time before they have to get ready where they'll be online and that's quite a nice hour or evening which is now my go-to after six o'clock but I don't go past eight o'clock if I upload for me it's it's either first thing or um six to eight o'clock Okay, cool. That's interesting tonight because I used to upload in the evenings and now I've slightly changed it to the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to be working really well. So I think I'm just going to stick that. And again, like if you're just starting out or you, you want to boost your content and engagement, this is your trial and error time. Mm. So this is the perfect time to see what works for you. Yeah, just to link back onto what we were saying about um, really getting creative and, you know, pushing the boundaries and t- trying new stuff we've never tried before. We were talking earlier, weren't we, Louise, about yeah. um, we both live in our family homes and we think that it's like really like quite nice to have like a specific corner where you feel like you can get most creative and um take certain shots in that corner maybe like you called it a cozy corner or something didn't you a creative creative corner yeah yeah because I think like um for me personally like my family home is not in quotation marks the Instagram house you know you get these absolutely gorgeous apartments and things that you see a lot of influencers and bloggers yeah um, take amazing photos in it's all it's basically like an urban outfitters showroom it's freaking yeah but you know, we live in our family home, so they're not aesthetically pleasing all the way round for my personal style or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I find like I can't shoot in a lot of the rooms. It would have to be even my room, like the room that I live in in my mum's house. It's it's got green walls, okay, and I, I love green. I saw that earlier on Facebook. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Here for the green. Um. And yeah. So for me, like it's not the most aesthetically perfect place to shoot so 
I try and dress up a little bit with like cushions and nice bedding. Um, I've got a rug that I use a lot as a backdrop um, on the floor, but it's it creates like a nice flat lay background. So there's loads of different ways that you go about it. And I think, again, if you're, you know, you're not happy with the background and you're worried that it doesn't look maybe as slick as you want it to be, create um almost like a corner a creative yeah. corner dress it with prints dress it with you know fairy lights make it a little cozy corner that you're proud of and use that as your background use it as your close-up background so many different things you can use it for I love that I think that's brilliant but also even if it's like you're gathering the things from your room just for a specific Instagram post mm-hmm. for me I recently bought all new white furniture and I love how my room is at the moment but I don't really have like, I have like a corner, but with me, it's more that I would dress that corner when I'm taking the photo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'll like move my prints, I'll move all my candles, move all my jewelry and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, to make it look like that creative corner when nice. after the photo's taken, everything goes back to its original place. I think like also we have different blogs. I don't know if like anyone knows this or you know if you're new here, hi. Sophia is beauty based mainly and I'm more style based. So again, our content is very different in terms of I need more like full length photos specifically um to get each like half my outfit I guess in. Yeah. Whereas you can do a lot more close up things, um obviously makeup looks. That has definitely worked in my favour yeah. because, like, I've been able to bust out these makeup looks indoors. Um, but, yeah, like you said, your style. I mean, I do a little bit of, like, fashion as well. But when I do my fashion, it's very, like, I like it to be outdoorsy, like, quite mm-hmm. London. Even though I'm not in London, I'm in Kent. I like it to be quite London-esque. Yeah. So, like, so a I- sort of urban look. Yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily shoot my fashion content indoors. I mean, I recently uploaded an Instagram post of me indoors, um, like a fashion one, but I struggle to do an indoors fashion post. Yeah, no, I'm 100% the same. And also I find that you know what works for you. You know, a full-length shot, it gets the whole outfit in, that's nail on the head. But sometimes you sort of shy away from doing, yeah, maybe like a close-up weird angle. yeah I don't know how to really explain it but actually it works I mean you take some really good photos in your back garden but you also know how to work the angles <laughs> I'm not really I mean I'm not it's not that I'm not about it but I just I've done it a couple of times and it hasn't worked so I have never really gone back to it but I'm just more like standard straight up photo standard face photo whereas you mix it up a bit and I think that's definitely because it's kind of like your style isn't it yeah and I think because that is my mainly my content is my styling I think I feel more pressured to make it it interesting than it's just not straightforward me standing there me standing there me standing there I want to mix it up I want to make it different and I think whereas because you dabble in um beauty and fashion and um like brands there's a lot of a mixture Mm. there's a mixture going on and yeah I just feel like sometimes I I just need to be careful that I don't just do full standing full standing this is just me beating myself up though I mean it's a first world problem totally um but since we've been in lockdown I have actually learned to experiment more with um different filters different angles actually shooting in my room which is just something I never do um and also we touched on earlier when you said about the garden 
I said to Sophia earlier, I personally have been really cautious about being insensitive about shooting outside in the garden. In the garden, by the way, not just out and about. I'm not, you know, (laughs) exploring. But yeah, just because I know there's a lot of people who don't have access to gardens right now. Um, And yeah, I don't know. What do you feel about that? I know honestly I had I, that had not even crossed my mind and that's probably so selfish of me to say but when you mentioned that earlier I even said to you on the phone I was like I literally did not think of that in my head I'm thinking I need to create content where can I go I know my back garden and then you was like but some people don't have access to their garden and I was like oh god I'm the worst person ever <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> no I just I, th- I think I just I overthink things a lot I'm really bad at overthinking but for me that was just something that crossed my mind like I cannot shoot in my usual garden spot because I'm just worried it would be insensitive right now seeing as it's current circumstances but then I think yeah. also like yeah I get that but also just to flip it like we mentioned also earlier that when we first started properly talking like I knew you from your <laughs> garden shots yeah. and I feel like if you was to carry on doing your garden shots then people would know that like oh let's just carry on yeah. do you know what I mean and people would do you know what I mean you would have that let's just carry on vibe and I don't want to like talk about the coronavirus that much and what's going on in the world so everyone would, would kind of feel a bit more relaxed yeah. do you know what I mean when I say that no definitely I yeah I think it's it's just something that I sh- I sh- did shy away from a little bit but yeah, no, you're totally right. Is it's it's where I started. It's what I know, and yeah, hopefully it's it's not going to offend anyone. But it's just a weird, weird time. Yeah, I definitely think just get creative with what totally. you have. Um, but I think it will definitely be interesting to see how everyone will now create their content because they can't go out really. They can't hire a photographer. So it'll be interesting to see, especially how the bigger bloggers that maybe pride themselves on amazing photography or like really nice fashion shots outside in London. It'll be interesting to see what they get up to and what so they like do. More the editorial. I think that will be interesting. People who rely a lot on their content, um, in editorial purposes because there's some amazing shots out there like amazing content creators who do some incredible shots but it'd be interesting to see how they now switch it all up seeing as we're not really Mm -hmm. out outside that would be very interesting I'm intrigued and I'll also be interested to see if they do anything else if they explore with IGTV if they become more active on stories because I know there's a lot of people that I follow that are, that are above 10k and the reason why I'm saying above 10k is because I feel like when you go to 10k it's different from being under 10k and not that I'm on 10k I don't really know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like when you pass 10k it's, it's a whole new world to being under 10k do you know what I'm trying to say yeah I feel like we touched on this the other day there's almost like from a smaller blogger you feel not scared but you feel like you don't want to engage with them as much because it's almost like I don't know how to say it without sounding rude but you feel like you're gonna get my dog yeah there's a no-go zone you don't you don't want to engage with them because you feel like they're not gonna want to talk to you back and maybe they don't um I don't know it's like for me I I feel like sometimes I don't want to follow bigger accounts because they won't follow me back. And this is me being 100% mm-hmm. honest. They won't follow me back and I'll feel mugged off. Like, or I'll engage in their stuff and they won't really engage in mine. And I'll feel a bit like, oh, well, I don't feel good enough mm-hmm. then kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but 
there's definitely like as soon as you hit 10k I feel like everything kind of changes to when you're under 10k um I feel like when you're over 10k a lot of people take you more seriously yeah no I 100% agree with that I feel like as well when you're under 10k I personally feel like I'm annoying people if I'm like oh my god I love your stuff like I feel like a fangirl and it's like just calm down um I feel like I'm not I'm kidding myself to think that I'm a blogger like them if that makes sense yeah I know what you mean but that I think that definitely just comes with like knowing your worth and like confidence because at the end of the day you could be on what 16k you've probably bought your followers you bought your likes um you're in like 4,000 engagement groups and yet your engagement could be amazing you could be working with some really good brands that are super on like point for you so it just kind of depends and I think that's another really good point is brands now look at engagement they don't look at following yes such I like I'm so happy they do that now because actually there is some amazing talented people out there who are putting Mm -hmm. beautiful content on social media and they're not getting recognized for it but now because they get good engagement they're working with these brands and they they should be because they're blooming brilliant like they're really really freaking good at what they do and do do you remember that time it was a couple of weeks ago when I sent you a voice note about that brand that I messaged oh yes yeah yeah so basically just to kind of fill everyone in I messaged a brand and at the time a lot of people was working with this brand and I felt like I would love to work with them I feel like my niche is kind of similar to what they do and um, so I messaged them and said hi I'm really interested in working with you blah 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 and they literally said no your following's too small so I was like okay cool bye and <laughs> um, and then left it wasn't really I was kind of a bit like all right then um carried on with my life and then they recently got back in touch with me to say we want to work with you again and I literally said no because why would I and owning like owning you, you know your brand your your blog is that if you get turned down by a brand because you don't have enough followings followings yeah you don't have enough followings if a brand says to you no you haven't got enough followers then next time you maybe hit that criteria they come back around and say actually no we do want to work with you well, no sorry like y- you can't you know fall over backwards just because they've changed their mind they didn't want to work with you so you know the tables have turned you can't expect someone to yeah basically fall over for you and that's the thing I think that definitely comes a lot with like knowing your self-worth yeah. as like a business like I I wouldn't say yes to working with them now for the pure fact that they've basically mugged me off and also like I think it's bad you only work with people that have a high high following when they've probably bought that anyway but also you're not really looking at like the creativity in that account no. do you know what I mean and it annoys me that these brands do this and the funny thing is when this all happened I think I saw at least two or three bloggers on Instagram that was also working with them that was smaller than yeah. me so I thought oh okay they are 100% are working with smaller bloggers now but no I'm not going to be one of them people so I literally was like no I don't want to work with you like well obviously I didn't say like that but yeah I just said actually like I'm not interested in working with you anymore but thanks for reaching but out it's like it's a smaller blogger but actually their engagement's really good and yeah that's what they're focusing on now engagement is better than followers anyway yeah. I think but it's it's all about yeah like you said owning it you've got to own your confidence mm. and you've got to be you've got to almost pride yourself a bit because the minute you start falling over backwards for people is when you're going to start getting walked over by brands and it's just that obviously I just want to touch on this because I know we're not really talking about this but it's you've got to know your self-worth 100% this is like also a really good time like we said it's um such a quiet period is 
if you want to work with a brand but you're a bit you know you're scared about asking them or you feel like you haven't got the following or you know your blog's not worthy now is the time to start sending emails to brands because even though they might not be open or taking business you're getting your name out there you're getting your feelers out there and it's a good time to you know um draft out an email make it really punchy and sell your blog to them as to why you should be a good spokesperson for that brand like this is a really good time to do it and just to add on to that yeah like it is so good to become confident with emailing brands because there's so many people out there that aren't confident with it but at the end of the day most of the time they're coming to you okay maybe the odd time you're reaching out to a brand but most of the time they're coming to you yeah so just be confident with what you're saying and just know you are your own boss no one is going to force you to do anything um and I think that's really important. And I think a brand will know when you know what you're doing. It's as well, like you're um, applying for a job. It's You've got to think of it like that. Like you're applying for a job. The worst thing is you get turned down. That is the worst thing they can do. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to shut your blog down. They're not going to, you know, shut your Instagram down, your social medias. So they're not going to do anything like that. It's just going to be like, thanks for the email. No, thank you. Or it yeah. goes the opposite way. And it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've had... I mean, most bloggers probably, most content creators, should I say, probably have had this where they email a brand or reach out to a company and say, hi, we really want to work with you. And they turn around and say, yeah. no, we don't want to work with you for X, Y, and Z, whatever reason it is. And you're like, oh, you feel a bit disheartened. But every single content creator has been in that position. I have been in that position so many times where companies have said no. Yeah, everyone's been in that position. Everyone, I'm pretty sure. But also, don't just be wary that if a a brand emails you or messages you on Instagram or Twitter or whatever and they ask for money or partial payment on behalf of receiving a product no like no a brand either wants to work with you or they don't they're not going to say we'll yeah. give you 50% off and you basically buy the product yeah. no no no, no. God, I hate those yeah it's annoying but what we're basically trying to say is you've got so much time on your hands to just like get the feel of what it's like to email brands, create a template, get a f- like you've got so much time on your hands, go through people's Instagram accounts, see who's worked yeah. with who. And if it fits your brand, screenshot, add it to the email yeah. bank. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to email loads of brands, hon. That's what I'm and up to. if you're in the position where you actually haven't um, got a blog yet or you haven't set up a social media account but you're wanting to this is the perfect time you've got the time yeah. to you know sort your template out on blogger or wordpress um think of a name think of what you want to blog about it could be mm-hmm. lifestyle relationships um fashion beauty there's so many different things mm-hmm. and if you've sat there and thought oh i always wanted i've wanted to do it i don't know where to start or i don't know how to start this is the time like this is the time to get those yeah. creative juices flowing especially because like we've said many times in this episode so like everyone's got so many so much time on their hands so say for example if you're like a fashion blogger or a beauty blogger or food blogger and there's something that you've always wanted to do within that area that you don't feel confident to do for example if you are a beauty blogger and there's a palette that you really want to use but the colors are a really bit bold and you feel like oh it's a bit daring this is a perfect perfect opportunity for you to use that palette and get creative exactly like utilize your time play around with different patterns um within style if you want to pattern clash pattern clash see if it works if it doesn't it doesn't but you've tried it and it's something you want to try like Sophia said if you want to play around with colors and different looks this is your time to trial and error just see what works for you (laughs) 
Yeah. And like we perfect example, you and I wanted to set up a podcast. Well, we thought about yeah. this months ago and we've only just today yeah. sat down and actually created our first episode. Wow. When I tell you this has been literally in the works for how long? About about four literally, months, right? Literally. But this is a perfect example. Like, okay, we don't have an excuse anymore. We need to get our butts in gear and get this sorted. And yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you guys think. What's your excuse now? Get it started. Come on. Exactly. And especially because we have got so much time on our hands and we've been wanting to do this for the longest time ever. Um, And we finally done it, which is really good. But yeah, if anyone will listen is another thing. But (laughs) who knows? (laughs) Who knows? If it works, amazing. We'll keep doing it. If it doesn't, we tried it. And at least we tried it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is yeah that's that I was about to say something else but I realised you just said it (laughs) remember that you're not alone in this everyone is going through this situation some people want to work some people are working from home some people have loads of content bogged up others don't but we are all in this together and I'm sure if you are on Instagram you will get supported if you're on Twitter you'll get supported I'm sure but at the moment Instagram is very lovey it's a really nice community right it is it's gone for a really nice patch but again because bloggers big bloggers small bloggers upcoming we're all in the same boat and that's so it's so nice like you know we're all in the same boat we're all facing the same difficulties but we're all powering through and I think that's such a good a good attitude to have and obviously again touching on it we know there's a like all businesses are affected by this and we're not being shallow in that sense but this is just what we know and this is our industry yeah so we kind of feel like we can talk about it because we know a little bit about totally. it I, do you know I just kind of want to sing Husky Musical all in this together <laughs> I just want to be like together and start busting out like a tune or something do you know yeah. what I mean just get creative have fun everyone's on the same level now so don't be scared push those boundaries create a wicked blue eyeshadow look treat yourself why the hell not crazy i guess that basically sums up our first podcast yeah how exciting also i just want to quickly add before we actually end please can everyone actually stay safe stay indoors obviously the uk is on lockdown but stay safe don't go insane keep yourself busy write to-do lists do some yoga whatever you do to stay in good form (laughs) do it stay safe and make sure you look after your mental health because this is a really challenging time for a lot of people mentally so you know whatever you need to do like Sophia said if you need to do yoga you need to just read a book you need to go out for a walk do you because you need to look after your mental health as well as your physical health and feel free to get in touch with us on our instagrams my instagram is at sophia underscore tranta mine is louise marguerite um but yeah please like you want to send us a message send us a message um yeah we'd be happy to talk we've got all the time or even just to say yeah or even just to say we listen to your yeah. podcast but yeah thank you so yeah. much for listening to this episode really hope you enjoyed and I think it i just need to also do a mini shout out to all the nhs staff and all the services that are currently powering through and all the supermarket workers because i think you're doing a freaking amazing job guys oh my god you are literally you are doing the most you are on the front line you are literally like 
it's so incredible like amazing Literally so thank you so much the glue to this country right now so but yeah thank you so much for listening um hopefully the audio was okay and my stuttering wasn't terrible <laughs> Or me, I mess up so much. And you know what? I talk so fast, but we're going to roll with it. So we're going to work with it. <laughs> hopefully it's all okay. If the audio is a little bit dodged, then please just bear with us. Try we'll get it sorted. Trial and error. But yes, well, enjoy yeah. your evenings or your days or your nights whenever you're listening to this. And um, we'll see you very soon with yes. another topic. We're not sure what it is, but we'll work it out. We will leave a poll on our stories. So Stay tuned. Go and follow us, people. Peace out. (laughs) Bye.